Welcome to the Daily Check-In for the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. This specific podcast series is a platform for folks to check in, get current, and carry a clear message of hope. I've asked each of our daily guests to have a topic in mind to share on and to have a question to ask you, our listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We were simply addicts seeking recovery, nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is November 20th. Jennifer is going to speak on making different decisions. What's up, Jennifer? Oh, what's up? I like this topic. I think this topic is very relevant um, in many areas of, I think, any addict's life. But I mean, if I keep it in me, you know, to me, I think that making different decisions um, is as a, as a, a, something that my sponsor and I have worked really hard on, especially over the last few years. But, um, really what it, what it means to me is, you know, the decisions that I made when I came to Narcotics Anonymous and I decided to get clean, I was not, well, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent well unit today, but I was definitely not in a place to make any decisions for myself when I first got clean and any decision that I did make usually meant there would be a dumpster fire afterwards. Right. And so I had to rely and defer on another human being on every single piece of my life in the beginning to learn how to make those different decisions. So you know, now, be- now, like I agree with you a hundred percent. Like I, that, that was my story too, that, you know, and, and I know you got clean 30 years ago. I got clean in, in, in 2000. So 23 years ago, it, that was kind of commonplace then. Mm-hmm. Like, remember it was always said to us, like we're to make no major decisions in that first year. Like that yeah. was very, it was very laid out to us then. I don't know if that applies now, man. Like I really, you know, I I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's like, if that's being said a lot to new folk now is like, Hey, no, you focus on staying clean. No major decisions this first year, build a foundation. Yeah. I don't, I mean, is it, is it being set out in, it should be on the West coast? I think, well, you know, I'm going to be honest, my home group, has a ton of time and not a lot of newcomers. And it's just that it's not for any reason. It's not like we don't welcome newcomers. So often I don't think we're saying that in that meeting, but when I'm sitting, you know, when I'm sitting in a meeting where there's a lot of new people, you know, um, I wish, I don't know if it, you know, there was a lot of new people at this meeting I was at on Monday night that I don't normally go to. And I didn't, I didn't hear that. Um, And I do wonder if, maybe that's, you know, we talk about coddling the newcomer, like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, it's a lot softer than it used to be. I think it needs to be said, listen, I had no business making any decisions. And I'll tell you the three decisions that I made in the first year, I got a boyfriend, guess what? Dumpster fire, right? I, yeah, I decided to like move out of my parents' house and go, you know, move somewhere where I had no, I just was doing, going places and being with people I didn't have any business being with. And not once did I ask, I didn't ask. I didn't say to my sponsor, Hey, I really like this guy. He wants to take me out. I just did it because I knew I wasn't supposed to. And I, so I wasn't going to talk about it, right. <laughs> you know? Um, but, but the, the series of consequences that happened in my life and luckily I didn't get loaded, but these are really things that people get loaded over in the beginning, right? Oh, I got a job. I can't go to meetings anymore. Right. Well, let's talk about that. You know, yeah, you get a job yeah. when I have 30 days and I can't figure out how to get to a meeting. I don't need to have that job, you know? And, um, and so now today, you know, fast forward, 
And I really, you know, listen, this is the good news. I've learned how to make day-to-day decisions. I, you know, I know how to pay my bills today. Sure. I know how yeah. to have a bank account. I but know the, how to the register key, the my key card. to those statements are you learned. I learned. Right. Yeah, yeah. I grew up here, literally and figuratively. I grew up here, you know, and those were things I did not know how to do. And so now, yes, you know, but there are things in my life when shit gets hairy, where the first thing I'm doing is picking up the phone and calling somebody. It's my sponsor. You know, I have sponsees that I've sponsored, you know, for 15 years that I can call and just bounce shit off of. I have a tribe of people that I can call in several different States, you know, and say, I don't know what the fuck to do. Can, can you give me your experience? And if you don't have any experience, like who, who can I talk to? You know, you you started off by talking about like not being a well unit and stuff is kind of funny. You know, when, when, when you say stuff like that, but I think that's one of the powerful, like that's one of the powerful pieces of the message that you carry is that you know, you're clean a really long time and and you really don't come across with like, hey, or let me tell you how great I am. You know what I'm saying? Like you really <laughs> no. don't come across that way. And it's cool, man. It's cool to be like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm clean a really long time, worked the steps many, many times, you know, it's, it, it, like I'm a part of this life and I'm still human like shit still you know what i'm saying like i don't know how to handle everything exactly how i should and i'm still engaged in the learning process right it's it's really cool well and i think that having you know when i was 17 when i came to narcotics anonymous i had 17 18 19 20 year old problems right like i have 48 year old problems right now i have teenagers that are you know getting ready you know i'm about to be an empty nester you know what i mean like that's not anything i've experienced before so to think that all of a sudden as my life shifts and change that i still don't have to learn how to make different decisions in my life is 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 a false narrative for me and 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 you mean you may come home and there's not messes in your house that you didn't make? Like you, if made, you saw the mess I came to today. Yeah. You know, oh, you're home earlier than we thought you were going to be. We were going to do it. Okay. Let you me know, talk. My about- boys are 16 and 14, you know, and I can't, <laughs> it like it's, it's, uh, yeah, to think about that, to think about like, you know, when they go do their thing, like after graduate and then, uh-huh. you know, whatever, and I come home and, you know, shit's not like a tornado went through the living room or something. It's like, Oh, wow. But you'll miss it. I mean, I miss it sometimes when I realize my son just did probably his last trick or treating that he'll ever do, you know, where's this is the day after Halloween when we're recording this and uh, he's 17, he'll be 18 next year. You know what I mean? That's like, it's very bizarre. And so a lot of the, the, the situations that I'm experiencing in my life today, they're not, there's not, they're not, difficult in terms of like, I don't feel like I'm going to get loaded behind them, but what I don't want to do is miss out or do make the wrong decision in, in the end game of raising my children. Right. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that too, man. I feel that too. Yeah. I'm always worried about, you know, it was earlier I was talking with Andrew, we were, we're bullshitting back and forth and, and, um, and I I kind of serious, but jokingly, but very serious said, when I look at my boys, I'm thinking, look, there's some days just like, you know, how we'll have some days to where, man, just not using is enough for today. Mm-hmm. Parenting, there's some days where it's like, if these fucking kids are still breathing, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, like they're, they're safe, yes. they're sleeping, they're, you know, whatever. Oh, we made it yeah. through this day. If you I know? go in my room for a timeout, don't 
come knocking at my door asking me what I'm doing. I'm in here for a reason right. because I don't want to have to make amends right. tomorrow, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, put myself in timeout, right? I, yeah. Listen, mommy timeouts are a real thing in this house. And I will say this, even now in different areas of my life, when I look back at the the way that I make decisions and how I calculate, and because there was a time in my recovery where I thought like, I got this, right? Like I'm, I'm living the dream, I'm doing this. And, and, and again, it was a false narrative. So for me, it really humbled me when some stuff in my life really got, you know, um, I don't want to say tragic because that's dramatic. You know, when things got difficult and things kind of fell apart, it was like, okay, well, no, this is what we do. Same thing I did when I was new and I learned, call my fucking sponsor, call another addict. And let me ask you this, Jennifer, then Hmm. are those really making different decisions then? Those are not, but I will say in that period of time where I thought that I had it going on, I, I made a series of decisions that just changed the trajectory of where my life was going. And I fumbled a lot and I thought Mm -hmm. that it would be easy. And every time I end up in a place where I think it's easy, it's painful, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, today, the lesson I learned from that is that I still have to practice the same things that I did before. So it's, 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 this addiction hits me with, you don't have to do that anymore sometimes. So, um, so for, for, again, for our listeners, um, how are you making different decisions today in your recovery? Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless.